March 27, 2012. It's a lot from Pedro's show. <laughs>
Yep, I'm Watch from trip. Pedro Show here at the Love Grotto with Brother Matt. Brother yeah. Matt, how are you doing? Excellent. We start off the show with, uh, I want to talk about you. Something live from John Coltrane, 1961, in Europe somewhere. And then April from Seashell by Sawako. And speaking of I want to talk to you, I want to talk to Ed from Ohio because he's here yeah. at the Love Garden, Brother Matt. Welcome. welcome aboard. Greetings, welcome greetings, greetings. How long has it been since you're in Pedro last? Uh, it's been maybe about 18 years. Damn. Yeah, it's welcome been a while. It's, uh, it's still Pedro. <laughs> Loving it, man. Excellent. Good times. It's a little surreal, but... Uh, we just came from Prague, Brother Matt. Yep. And uh, on the way to your pad here, we passed Pacific Diner and Edward got a memory. Oh, oh yeah, man. I ate a lot of breakfasts over there. <laughs> little John Wayne put in, yeah, put in a little <laughs> little free advert for the Pacific Diner here on Pacific <laughs> Avenue, lovely San Pedro. Good neighbors. Just go to Pacific Ends. You can't miss it. <laughs> Pertinier. Yeah, Pertinier. It's almost at the end. Uh, and... Uh, you might be wondering why Edward's here. Well, he loves Pedro, wanted to visit. He would, <laughs> just wanted to wait a little while. But also, he's got some gigs coming up and wanted to practice with two of his, uh, his uh, musically challenged uh, compadres so they could help get it together so they could join him in some uh, two weeks of gigs in April. Yeah, we're doing some fire hose. We uh, figured, why not? Yeah. Right, last year Edward called me and I said, we're going to make some time, we're going to do this. Yeah, so okay, we've we been wanting it. Uh, but what I want to talk to you about, Edward, was uh, yeah. your musical journey. I mean, obviously, yeah, Fire Hose and then doing these gigs again is part of it, but it's mm-hmm. kind of the, the more further end of it. Yeah. What What is your first music memory? Well, first of all, uh, Edward was called Fromoio, not for his <laughs> Italian roots. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But he was from Ohio. I am actually okay. from Ohio. So the first music things were probably Ohio things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, my dad was uh, the high school band director um, for like 36 years in, in Toronto, Ohio, little town, river town. Um, of course, uh, he was yeah, also far east. Yeah, Ohio, right? Yeah, right on the Ohio it's Pennsylvania, River. Pennsylvania, and then West Virginia is not too. There's far like ten either. miles of West Virginia, and then you're in Pennsylvania. Basically, it's right. It's about forty miles from Pittsburgh as the crow flies. It's not really that far from Pittsburgh, which where, is where you're living now. Where I'm living now, yeah. And so uh, you looped it. Yeah, a big giant <laughs> loop. <laughs> yeah, give us a loop. <laughs> We've blown by, blow sir. By and looped it. <laughs> yeah. So your pop was at the school. Yeah, and uh, of course he was the also the choir director at the First United Methodist Church. So there was some singing on Sundays, you know. Um, and of course, uh, when I got old enough, I started playing trumpet. And both of my brothers uh, had a. Uh, Acoustic guitars around the house, so I was always just kind of noodling, you know, figuring out. And one day, I realized I guess I can figure out how to play this thing. Eventually, I really hadn't planned on it. It wasn't something yeah, I what, set out. Yeah, what got you on the trumpet? What yeah. got you set on the trumpet? My dad, my dad, because oh, okay. he was a that was his main. He instrument. was a trumpet man. He was a trumpet guy. Yeah, and he. I remember him telling me he was in a navy band. Yeah, he was in the United States Navy uh, band. He was on the USS Northampton, which got sunk in, in 1942, and then uh, he was on the USS New Jersey for the duration of the war, and he was. Uh, 
played in that band too? Yep. Great. They would always, you know, pipe the admirals sure, aboard right. whenever they were flagging the ship and whatnot, you know. So he's a trumpet man. He wanted you to be a trumpet yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so How'd that work out? But then you're seeing... Uh, <laughs> well, music's music. Okay? It's all music. Just a different kind of machine. Because <laughs> yeah, you see a, your brother's <laughs> machines yeah. around the pad. Yeah. And you're kind of into this. Yeah. Oh, oh, what about records? Records, yeah. Well, shoot. Um, a lot what was of... your first record, rock and roll record you bought? Oh, God. Rock and roll. Jeez. That would have to be probably Elton John. Um, How old were you? Shoot, I don't know. Maybe 10. Yeah. It was uh, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. And uh, first rock show, well, it's not really rock, but I guess he was being billed as rock at the time, was uh, the Charlie Daniels Band. That was your first gig. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Charlie Daniels Band. That was a trip. Of course, I've seen a lot of jazz growing up in high school. Um, I was really into jazz. You know, Maynard Ferguson yeah, yeah. and that kind of thing. But the, the rock thing really didn't catch on to me till I got to... Left, left high school and uh, got to... High State University, and I so had... So in a, Toronto, you weren't in any bands? No. Uh-uh. No. Not at all. Nothing. And then... Uh, and then you go to college got to in college. the middle of the state in Columbus. Right, in Columbus. And then, uh, of course, you have roommates at the dorm. And I had the good fortune of having a, a kid from uh, from Queens, New York City. And uh, he was just on fire with the punk rock scene. He was there, you know, saw it all happening and totally hit me to the trip. And then uh, after that, it was, you know... Good oh, bike. So you had a record collection. Oh yeah, and plus every you know kids, uh, the rest of the kids would go for spring break. They go down to Fort Lauderdale oh, or yeah. to the beach. Or me and Anthony, we go up New York City. We go to the clubs, catch catch shows, punk rock shows. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was our spring break. That's right. my education into the whole, you know, going to clubs and checking out live. You know, the live, which is where it's at. You know, so that was. Uh, Quite an eye opener. <laughs> His name was Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Anthony Chris. Still in touch with him? I uh, know he lives in Hawaii now, which is weird. He was such a New Yorker. I mean, they don't make any more New Yorker than he was. But he went to Hawaii one time, and he just he never left. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Maybe like the warmness. Yeah, yeah. And I did see him many years ago when I was on tour with. Happened with Ig because you know he's up in Michigan. Yeah. He moved to Miami. Yeah. He's like, I ain't going back. Yep, no more snow. <laughs> so maybe with Anthony. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did see him some years ago. He's all lost all his hair, and I barely recognize him. But, uh, yeah, I owe him a huge mu- musical debt, that's for sure. Uh, let's play some music. Yeah, we'll all right. Continue with I like story. music. Music's good. Come 
большой, дубинки заряжены, крики все громче, разомни мышцы рук и ног, полицейский лежит у тебя между ног. Освободи, 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 брусчатку, освободи, 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 брусчатку. Здесь вообще какая-то хуйня творится. Египетский воздух, полезен для легких, сделай тахрир на Красной площади, проведи его людей среди сильных женщин, найди на балконе лом, освободи брусчатку. resigned to the shutting away of loving hearts in the hard ground. So it is and so it will be, for so it has been. Time out of mind, into the darkness they go, the wise and the lovely. Crowned with lilies and with laurel they go, but I'm not resigned. Lovers and thinkers, into the earth with you. Be one with the dull the indiscriminate dust, a fragment of what you felt, of what you knew, a formula, a phrase remains, but the best is lost. The answers quick and keen, the honest look, the laughter, the love, they're gone. They're gone to feed the roses, elegant and curled is the blossom. Fragrant is the blossom, I know, but I do not approve. More precious was the light in your eyes than all the roses in the world. Down, down, down they go. Into the darkness of the grave, gently they go. The beautiful, the tender, the kind. Quietly they go. The intelligent, the witty, the brave. I know, but I do not approve. And I am not resigned. Make her me. 
flesh, under flesh, flesh, under flesh, flesh, under flesh, flesh, under flesh, flesh. Peace is just the right warm texture. Create an illusion, seduce the was was there a next well yeah sure sucking plenty of sucking we could count that in addition to the floor and also count the rug and linoleum separate and after that well is always the way you uh well that was on the floor too so floor suck that's gotta be enough don't you think
Watt for Pedro Show. Uh, we started off with some new stuff from uh, Terry Genderbender. Uh, she's got a new album coming out, and she uh, she keeps threatening to come on the show. <laughs> but yeah, she's out of the calls, state now. She calls. can't. So yeah. in, in, uh, in lieu of being here to talk with his brother, Matt, she uh, gave me some uh, her new stuff. Cool. Uh, these are like little demos and things, little raw things that she's getting together to uh, make an uh, album out Sleep of. And this preview. one was called Blackhead. So it must be a romance song. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, uh, remember that Russian uh, girl band, Pussy Riot? Yeah, yeah. Two of them are in jail. Oof. So hopefully, yeah. Now all Riot. they're doing is, you know, they go out in these wild, buck wild situations with, uh, with the police and military, and, you know, they just. Th- this tune they did here was called Free, Free the Cobblestones. So you, they just want to wake people yeah. up over there, and their balls out. Well, ah. kind of. Sort of. <laughs> Much respect to them. <laughs> yeah. I hope the two sisters get out. And uh, in the meanwhile, the other ones are still going for it. I mean, they're just wow. irrepressible. Then we heard uh, Dirge Without Music, uh, which was an Edna St. Vincent Millay poem. But it's Joan Crawford uh, reading it. And I was uh, curious. Is there relations? No, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Because people from OEO... Is only his birth name. Yeah. His uh, name <laughs> that he uh, adapted was Crawford. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Which we, you were telling me it meant something. Uh, uh, it's crossing a, in a river or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Scottish in origin. There's yeah. actually a town we went to. We went through there. We stopped in Scotland, Crawford, Scotland, in fact. And it means, uh, yeah, uh, something like uh, it's the place where the, the rivers. More shallow? Shallow enough that you can cross it. You can afford it. Yeah, you can afford it. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so there's there's no relation with you. No, no, I'm more of no. <laughs> she was intense. Nice. Mommy dearest. Yeah. Oh, I know. Good golly. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Wire and hangers. Then we heard, uh, something from the new Dose album, Maker Me. That's Kay. Doing a tune. It's actually from my sister Melinda's words about the uh, who's the, the the butterfly in the mouth. Who is that? Oh, wearing the skin. Oh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Jody yeah, yeah, Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, yeah, make her me. Yeah, the title. And then a non-fatal jackoff on the moon. That's uh, Spiel Gusher, uh, an instrumental one. And then uh, Gata with uh, Richard Meltzer. New Spielgusher album. And then finally, something new from Light called Time Machine. And since we are in the Time Machine uh, with Ed from OEO, uh, here your friend Anthony is turning you on to music in college. This is uh, after a background of uh, jazz and uh, trumpet music from yeah, the class- pop. Classically El- trained. Juan. Yeah, classically yeah. trained kind trumpet. of stuff. Yeah, I was supposed And this is what you were doing in the school there. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And for you people who don't know, Ohio State is a big school. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Maybe it's, none bigger. It's not tiny. Maybe uh, the next one close is uh, Michigan in Ann Arbor. Yeah. University. Right, yeah. These are some big, big schools, big student bodies. Buckeyes, right? Oh, yeah. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, but Anthony puts an influence on this prior music experience you have to mm-hmm. bring on a new thing. Uh, you had already. Fooled around with your brother's guitars in the past. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I had, you know, mastered the acoustic guitar to the point where, you know, 
I could play along with you know the easy songs on the on the radio or whatever, and then uh, yeah, again I get to you know more people that I meet, more music I'm exposed to, and yeah, folks, you should know that Toronto yeah didn't have a lot of folks. No, seven thousand people. We had two radio stations that came in. One was like a funk station out of Steubenville. At that time, it was like funk. Steubenville is like the big town nearby, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Toronto basically, it was a mill town, right? Yeah, a titanium factory. Titanium. It was the first commercial titanium factory in, in the country. And uh, they are, they basically made the space program possible. They made the heat shield for re-entry. Titanium is the only thing could survive re-entry, those temperatures. So basically, that's what kept that town going for a long time. But it was one high school. Yep, one high school. Yeah, so tiny. Home of Dean Martin, right? That's right. Steubenville. <laughs> Steubenville is home of Dean Martin. Martino, actually, he dropped the O, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But but Edward comes from that situation, small yeah. townsville, yeah. into this one of the hugest colleges ever. He's meeting people. Yeah, uh, cats from New York City. Oh yeah, you know. You know and and so I, your your music uh, view is kind of completely yeah completely opened me up because i didn't even you know to, to me as far as i knew punk rock was that like elvis costello dude you know i didn't know there was a difference <laughs> really between you know it was all but you know i got hip to the ramones the sex pistols and on down the line you know and then uh i remember i'll tell you how i got into you guys Minutemen was um Rolling Stone did a Desert Island disc thing. Then they interviewed a bunch of the, you know, hot stars of, of the time. And I think it was Michael Stipe they did a, what, what was 10 Desert Island discs, or, or his fa- favorite 10 of the last couple of years, something like that. And uh, he had two of your records on there, Double Nickels and Project Mersh. And uh, I don't know what else was on there, like Wire, Pink Flag, um, I don't know, Camper Van Beethoven was on there, a bunch of stuff. And so, you know, I went to the record store, I'm hunting this stuff down, you know, checking it out. I'm like, wow, this is really good, you know? And then you guys come through town, uh, played Stashes. So I went, you know, got my ticket. The Uh, one in the... The north side, yeah. It was still on High Street, but it was on the other end. Yeah, the little Stashes. And um, went and saw you guys there. And you know how that place is a tiny little dive bar, basically. So I'm, you know, you're 10 feet away from them if you want to be. And, uh, yeah, they blew, you guys just, I was like, whoa, what, what's this? I, you know, I heard the record, but this, watching it is another thing entirely. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, this school thing, not so much. I need to start a band. <laughs> you guys really did, because, you know, you were, Spieling, you know, you start your own band. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, I will. I didn't know I was going to join yours. What did Deboon say? <laughs> Deboon said, uh, punk is whatever you made it to be. Yeah. Make it to be. Right. Whatever, whatever you, you say it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you say it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, that, and then, yeah, you know what happened in our world. We had the horrible life. Yeah, but that opened my, you know, my mind to the possibilities. Like, anybody could do this, you know? Yeah. You know, so it's it's it wasn't for like you like you said the elite the rock people. How did they get this job? Yeah, right. You just start doing it. Start <laughs> That's doing how you do it. it. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then we had the bad luck. Horrible yeah. Fate. Good God, okay. yeah. That's. I remember uh, I went to go get to your last record, Three Way Tie. I had it ordered. He said, "Yeah, it'll be in uh, first of the year." So I went in there. 
it was closed uh, first. So I went in there January 2nd. And I went in. I was like, yeah, you got, you got the Minuteman record? He goes, did you hear? And I, as soon as he got that out, I was like, oh, my God, something terrible. And he's like, Dee Boone's dead. And I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, that was really... Then you go home and put the record on, which was, you know, I thought was a, one of your guys' best records, you know, for sure. And that just made it even even worse, you know. Yeah, it's just like, God, oh, right in the prime, really? You know, how does stuff like this happen? But that's just fate or whatever. Providence to destiny, I don't know. Yeah. Screwed up. We got a deal, you know. Uh, yeah, let's play some music. Yeah, I play some music. There are broken affairs. There is an insuppressible grief. Good help is hard to find. We are skulking around. Feeling one foot out of reach. Good news will come.
sensitive girl, she's sensitive self. She cuts to the chase, you're like nobody else. If you say how you doing, she'll say I'm doing well. She's a primitive girl, she says it herself. She's a primitive girl, she don't like to boast. From a natural head to a natural toes. The girl's got a lot of what they call the most. Yes, she's a primitive girl, but she don't like to boast. And I'd like to think. I'm a primitive guy, I see the difference, the difference between what I want, what I need, and a primitive girl, she don't need me, no she don't need me.
Scott from Pedro Show. You just heard uh, Hadoe from Kyoko. And uh, Do It from Black Bananas, ahead of that. National Socialist Shareholders by Brett Netson. Primitive Girl from Matt Ward. We're going to see Matt M. Ward soon. Yep, doing some shows with the M. Ward. Yeah, cool. Ahead of that was uh, Tarlabasi from Dirty Beaches, and we started with uh, brand new Robert Pollard. I, he's from Dayton. Robert Pollard's from Dayton? Yeah. Get out. I he's a teacher you. there for years. Oh. Uh, and uh, something from a new album, a tune called Dr. Time. We're at the end of the first hour of the March 27th, 2012 edition of the Pedro Show with special guest Ed Crawford. Uh, hang tight for hour two. March 27, 2012, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Hey. 
Live from Pedro Show. We start off the second hour with uh, Creedence Clearwater doing Don't Look Now, something live, Fillmore West, 1970. Uh, I'm Foman from Toys That Kill, San Pedro's very own, Todd Conjolier, Cis Records. Where did I see them? Where was I? Somebody got married. Kevin got married Saturday at the... uh, Redmen thing over oh, here, the wow. order yeah. that Indians weren't allowed to join right. for the longest time. <laughs> it goes back to revolution, this nice. thing I found on this. It's called the Order of Improved Redmen, mm. or yeah. Improved Order of Redmen, or something like that. Yeah, it goes back and to uh, they had a chat, and they uh, had a couple that run a taco truck bringing oh, the comidas. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. happening, and, and uh, Todd played, and a sacto band called the Bananas played too, but that was Saturday. Uh, and then we heard uh, Bee Charmer from Feral Kizzy and Whistling of Death by The Shrine. Miss Eva said, yeah, there's some music you have the to hear. So, okay. so you cruised back from the desert and caught that then, huh? Yeah, that was and that's why I had, to get, uh, I had to get Raul back early. Uh, we, we bailed at Seven Bells. Uh, for you people, uh, yeah, Friday I, I brought the third opera to... Uh, Palm Springs for uh, Richard Bulock's uh, 5-0 B-Day party. Yeah, Brother Matt fun. was there. Brother uh, Twan was there. Yeah. It was a trippy gig. I'm so glad to do it. Yeah, it, was it was a hell fun. ride. But very fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He almost didn't make it because he <laughs> ate some kind of mota candy or something. He was out. Oh, yeah? That birthday boy was out. Oh, wow. Well. Somehow they propped him up or something. Yeah, they got rallied. him up in the front row he rallied of his daughter. Time. Yeah. Yeah, he rallied. He heard it was a great time. <laughs> he had his nose buried in the rug there for a while. Oops. Okay. So back to the story, Edward. Uh, yeah. So you heard this horrible news. Yeah. But then you heard some other news... Not too much longer, or a few months later, or something. Yeah. Um, uh, well, first of all, you guys. Last time I saw you guys was uh, in Columbus. You were opening up for the REM tour. REM were just breaking huge, um, and uh, they invited you guys out. Yeah, our last and, tour. Yep, yeah, last tour. So, uh, you know, of course, I had really, you know, went, got tickets immediately. I had like great seats, third, fourth row, you know, something like that. So you guys come out, did your show, great show and everything. Then R.E.M. comes out, and it was really weird. I'm sitting there and checking out the show, you know. For some reason, I decided to turn around and just, you know, check out the crowd or whatever. And there's D. Boone sitting right behind me with a big old plastic cup of beer, you know, just sitting there checking out R.E.M. And I was like, wow, that's D. Boone, man. How weird. And then uh, that's the last time I saw him. Uh you know, that was, it was weird, though, that he was sitting, like, literally right over my shoulder. Yeah. Right behind me. I just turned around. I'm like, yeah, that's D. Boone. You know, he had the, like, an orange hair at the time, I think. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that's the last yeah, time I saw him. And then... We had outfits. I was supposed yeah. to be Fidel Castro. Yeah. And then... Uh, no, he was Bruce Springsteen. That's right. <laughs> that he was tour. Springsteen. <laughs> he was doing the Springsteen thing. That's what he told thing. me. <laughs> I don't know who Georgie was supposed to be. <laughs> Man, the unit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the then a couple days. months after. No, now he don't have. He's unitless these uh, days. Yeah, he's he's got a little tiny wisp little one. one. Little tiny wisp. But in those days, it's it was, all silver now. It was like a one bladed helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a trip to watch, man. He get that thing flying he around. And he get the stick cotton in every now and then. <laughs> so so what happened, Edward? Yeah. Um, so I went 
couple months, couple months after uh, I, I heard about D. Boone, I'm going to go see Camper Van Beethoven come through Columbus. Went saw the gig. After the gig, they're tearing down, you know. So I wander up to Victor, the bass player, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys are from California. You, you heard anything about the Minutemen? What's going to happen with them? And he goes, ah, not really. I, I think I heard he might be auditioning guitar players. I don't know. You know. And I, that, I don't know where he heard that, but that's what he heard. So he told it, me this. They could are have been... California, but they're about 400 miles <laughs> yeah. north of Santa Cruz. I was like, Cruz. California, same thing, right? Santa Cruz, Pedro, same thing, right? Thing. Okay. Everyone <laughs> out there knows each other. Water. <laughs> same ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if he was just BSing or trying to get rid of me or whatever, you know, but uh yeah. so I told my buddy this next day and he goes, Why don't you call him up, man? I hear you playing along because I just got an electric guitar, you know. Just bought one, you know, shortly after uh I found out about D Boone. I was really serious about this band thing, you know. So uh He's like, yeah, I hear you playing along with their records. You can do it. Just call them up, man. Call them up. I'm like, nah. He called. He actually picked up the phone, got information, called you up, got your number. Yeah, I didn't know you had to pay to be unlisted. Yeah. So I was in the book. Yeah. So he kind of said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Here's my friend Edward. And he hands me the phone. You know, I didn't know what to say. Like, yeah, I heard you're a dissing guitar players. <laughs> I can imagine what you must have thought. What the, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, so he goes, Watt goes, okay, so well, you sound like a nice guy and everything. Why don't you just send me a tape? I'm like, I don't, I don't have no tapes. <laughs> I've never been in a yeah, band yeah, before. Well, man, at, the, at this point, he ain't been in a band. No. Uh-uh. Didn't even own an amplifier. Yeah, didn't okay. even own an amp. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So there's no tape. Yeah, so there's no tape that I couldn't. So I was like, well... You know, here's my wrap-up of the conversation. I'm like, uh, well, I got a friend out there I could stay with for about a week. I'll call you when I get out there. I'll talk to you later. See you later. Bye. You know, I was like, Phew. sure enough, I went out to California, staying with my friend, uh, Maya Hanyasek, up in uh, uh, Studio studio City. Yeah, about. Yeah. And then uh, call him what, call him what, nothing, nothing, nothing. Final day, one last message. Yeah, I got to get going back to Ohio. He's like, calls me right back. All right, where are you at? When's your flight? All right, I'll pick you up and I'll take you to the airport. So he picked me up, came down to Pedro, played some what? Some Who, yeah. Red and the Black, some Minutemen. Oyster Cone. And uh, he's like, well, when can you move out? <laughs> yeah. It was just that This simple. was on the 14th Street when I lived in one room. Yeah. And Edward, I made a be- I made a table out of some wood yep. from the alley. And Computer Ed- table. Edward, yeah, conked on it. Yep. And that's and how we got this thing. That's how we got started. Oh, yeah. uh, and ain't no bullshit, people. No. Nope. That really, <laughs> that's, really That's happened. real. That's real deal. I mean, who gives a 22-year-old kid a chance like that? You know what I mean? This guy. That's who. Nobody yeah, else. Dude, but I was in You a- know, because he was... You were, you were pretty... Walking the walk, right? Yeah. You talk the talk, he walks the walk. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people don't. And, man, I needed somebody with some confidence. And yeah, Edward, I had nothing if not confidence. <laughs> Edward did. He had balls like church bells. I couldn't believe that this cat... He had color in his hair. Yeah, I tried to go blonde, and 
I'm really dark, uh, dark brown hair, yeah. so that usually turns out about orange. Yeah, it was like, a, yeah, yeah, it was a trip. After like three it times, wasn't like bright orange. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't bozo, okay? <laughs> kind of bozo on the way to bozo. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then you got a pat by Leland Street School, right? Was that your yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Of Twenty Second Street, mm. across from that's the much later though. Yeah, the first pat he got was not too know. far from mine, maybe a couple blocks over. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's right. With Davo and who else? Danny, Martin. I think. Uh, who else was Danny there? Rolling Girls? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, first punk lady. Yeah, Danny finally cut that orange hair off of me. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. But but Edward it did end up there. Yeah. They just remodeled. Yeah. That place, Edward. Oh really? By Le- yeah, I just drove by the other day. Also, the church there with the big anchor. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a Korean church now. Oh. But uh, he, it, it, in those days, it was the Gray School of Music or something. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. I think it's still there. No, the no, si- it's been all was, we've done. The sign it's was been... still up, though, when I drove by the other day. It said gray school still. Really? Well, it ain't gray. Huh. I think it's like a tan color yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were downstairs. Also, some dudes with the gliders. Yeah, right. Right downstairs. This yeah. guy had a glider trailer and stuff. Yeah. I-, I didn't see that anymore. So it's kind of changed. Sometimes I'll, I'll go straight through, uh, through there to get to Prac mm-hmm. or to Casa Hanzo. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, people, uh, it wasn't too much longer. I remember the date, June 14th, 1986 was the first gig right. uh, at the Angel Gate. Mm. Actually, where we're practicing right now. In one, of the, old, one of the old shore batteries, yeah. yeah. Talking about looping it mm. because it, which yeah. ended up, that was also the la- uh, site of the last place the Minuteman played. Uh, yeah. We played, spot. Yeah, we could, right before the. Uh, torch passing going on there. Yeah, the the uh, he was talking about that REM tour. Yeah, we did a Pedro gig right before that tour, mm-hmm. and it was there. Mm-hmm. That trip, it's like Novemberish or something. November or something like that. Yeah, I think that tour started in into November and went into December. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I think the last one is Winston Salem or Charlotte. No, it would have been Charlotte. Probably would have been Atlanta. Really? For, for REM, yeah. No, I think it was Charlotte. Wow. That's and we've had two nights in Atlanta. Oh, okay. But then Winston-Salem and, and Charlotte, I think, were after that. And they were like high school gymnasiums. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, they were talking tertiary. Yeah. Or if there's a fourth level. It was there, yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> there's and, big gigs. But for us, they gigs. were big gigs. I mean, you know, that was a whole different crowd. R.E.M. was, this is when college people were starting to go to punk shows. It, things were changing. Yeah. R.E.M. was time. huge supporters of us, though. They knew all about our music. Yep. I guess they had worked in record stores, and I mean, when we saw the record collection, it was amazing. And, and in fact, a few gigs, Michael, uh, the singer man, would wow. come out and uh, scold the crowd for giving us such a bad time. Mm. I remember it happened in uh, Richmond, really big time. Also, a uh, Blacksburg in the West Side of Virginia. He, he was just, you know, we would we let it roll off, you know, because you come on, we were dealt, dealing with square Johns all the time. And, but Michael really thought they should be paying attention to us. Yeah. You know, they're talking about guys in khaki shorts and backward baseball. Hats yeah. <laughs> Good but, luck. But Michael, was, Michael's <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be listening, you know, to these three corn you? dogs or Pedro going off. I don't understand what's wrong with you people. You know, I'm still really glad we did those. I have people still coming up to us who said they were like those guys in those 
Because sometimes college is just a phase. It's not mm-hmm. the way somebody's going to be the rest of their mm-hmm. life. And they were glad they saw us. Yeah. That the REM guys brought us and kind of foisted us yeah. on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made the big was like, Yeah, because they, they said there was no other way they were ever going to know about us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and because of the fate and things, actually, you, you didn't have another chance to see Dee Boone after uh. that. So I've had people tell me. So I'm, I'm really glad we did this. And then... Later with uh, Firehose, Edward was doing the same thing with me. We'd be opening up. Friends would ask us, like, uh, for example, Beastie Boys sure. or something. And they'd be, we'd be getting lots of grief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that never changed in some ways. Uh, it's it's uh, coming on time for the spin cycle now. So uh, cool. uh, Brother Matt's got an interesting person to collaborate. Yay. Our very own Ed Crawford.
impetus in this edition of Spin Cycle oh, was. I just had some uh, fresh tunes that tried to uh, <laughs> lay on it. Lay it down and give Ed a little something different. A little canvas. A Here, let's play some uh, other people's music. <laughs>
after the incredible collaboration between <laughs> Brother Matt and from OEO Crawford, the grading of uh, the grading of two meetings. Meat puppets call me Romeo. <laughs> Meat puppets pronounce meeting it, of two uh, great minds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Fromeo, Fromeo, Fromeo. <laughs> Fromeo. <laughs> the Italian guy. Fromeo, Fromeo, where for art thou, Fromeo. Yeah. Anyway, we heard uh, Great you know, band. Spontan- uh, Change Your Channels, some live television from 1974. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about the uh, straight guitar coming through the thing. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. Ruined Soup from Neo, incredible guitarist from Italy, uh, Manlio. This cat, Edward, plays with no strap. Sometimes he use a chair to put his leg up on. Yeah, he ain't going to wear a strap. <laughs> He'll sling it up there on his arm, but this fucker can wail on it, man. I know, he's a trip. Respect. Oh, Brother man. Manlio. For I'm Donald not Manlio. wearing a strap. Yeah. You can't make me. <laughs> and then Husker Du from um, San Francisco in 1981. Don't Have a Life. I think uh, sporting Greg Norton on the lead vocal there. And then finally something from uh, Grant Hart, Solo Man. Is I refuse to play drum days, and I'm going to strum my guitar for you. <laughs> You're the reflection of the moon on the water, Mr. Granhart. Uh, we've come to the end of the second hour of the March 27, 2012 edition of Watt for Peter show with a uh, special guest, Ed Crawford. Yeah. Uh, hold tight for hour three. March 27, 2012, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
sun when I tip this never come Quite as loud as you better shake it like an earthquake Yeah, yeah, yeah You're a modern woman
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the uh, third hour with some uh, Zero, uh, Arizona band, a tune called Erebus. And another one, these are Phoenix Cats or Tempe or what's the other one? What's one with the golf courses? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Scottsdale? Scottsdale, Arizona. Right. Because where else do you buy golf courses (laughs) but the desert? Like a Palm Springs. I couldn't believe all the water. (laughs) All right. Let's put a golf course, let's see, in the desert. That's a good idea. Seven miles to Saturn. And I I screwed up. I, I played these guys last week and I. It was Zero who lost the bass player and not Greenhaven, so my apologies. I'm a fucking idiot. And then we heard Modern Woman by uh, John Wayne Bro. And finally, Maybe Indonesian by Basho. Uh, to continue with Edward's musical journey, yeah. uh, I'm, I've always been curious. Your favorite um, Firehose album, Edward? Ooh, uh, probably... The live totem pole EP, just because we're such a live band. I mean, we made records. Uh, you know, they were they were pretty good, but um, they really didn't capture anything what we were about. I don't think. Whereas totem pole, that's where you really, you know, that's the real fire hose. The other stuff is just smoke and mirrors. Studio, you know, do it again. Can't do it again on stage. <laughs> No, you're right. <laughs> no, sometimes. Okay. We uh, do it practice. <laughs> yeah, we've been pounding them in. How yeah. many? 26. Yeah. Edward picked a list. Yeah. Cool. I asked him to do a list. He actually gave me a little more. We, yeah, we had to. wanted to get down to an hour. We had to trim So uh, basically, we took a, a couple off towards the end. It's a good set, and even the order he picked was good, which was <laughs> I found out later just chronological, but it fits good. Yeah, I just I just got the CDs out and went you know went down through the list. I'm like, yeah, we can play this, can play this, can play this, can't play that, can't play that. <laughs> but it's kind of like a uh, seeing this gig. I think is kind of like seeing us through the years. Yeah, it's, it's the way the songs are. Yeah, it starts out with Brave Captain, and it just goes right Wave through Captain. every record, Ifin and from Ohio and. Uh, um, machinery operator, yeah. nothing. Only red and the black from the EP. Right, right. And then a uh, couple off of uh, machinery operator. On flannel. And flannel, yeah. Yeah. I think only one off machinery operator. Yeah. No, two. Two, two off. Blaze. Yeah, blaze and uh, blaze. Powerful. Right, right. Yeah. Um, after Firehose, you went to North Carolina. Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah. And you started doing some other music. Yeah, I did. Um, First you helped out... Uh... Well, actually, John Worcester from Superchunk, the drummer from Superchunk. I was uh, I was his roommate, him and his brother. And uh, and John was like, uh, you know, you're going to do some more music. I'm like, yeah, i got to find a band, you know. It's kind of slow going. i got to find out who's who around here. And I just moved there. I didn't know anybody. Except him in the super chunks, um, he said, I'll, "I'll play for you." So uh, I got uh, called up an old friend of mine, Jenny Snyder, who was living in uh, Ann Arbor at the time, and asked her if she wanted to start a band. She said yes, yeah. so she moved down, and uh, we started a band called Grand National. Now, Grand National, this was before the the whiskey. Yeah, this is before the Whiskey Town. Yeah, okay. we started the Grand National, and then uh, we got a real drummer, um, a full-time drummer, because John was really just helping me out. Is that Laura? Getting started. Uh, yeah, Laura King. 
uh, amazing drummer. Yeah. And good-looking woman, too. I think from Maryland. Yeah, she's pretty easy on the eyes. So it was me and two really hot chicks. I thought, it was, this is brilliant. How can this go wrong, you know? But uh, we recorded twice. Couldn't get anybody, get any kind of interested in it. So that kind of got stillborn. And then about halfway through that, um, Jenny was really into Whiskey Town. That band Whiskey Town with Ryan Adams. And, and that was a chapel. By the way, he he was in the Chapel Hill part of North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, right. right. So uh, yeah. that, that's where that band was from. Yeah, well, okay. Whiskey Town came out of Raleigh, which is uh, basically, yeah, it's you know right down 20 miles away. And uh, they were, he had just fired his whole band <laughs> again, and he needed a rhythm section and a guitar player. So uh, Jenny was like, you want to do it? And I was like, okay, you know, what's it pay? And it was, you know, okay. So went out and did uh, three tours with him in six months, which was, and these are bus tours. I'd never been set foot on a bus in my yeah. life, right? Yeah, the fire hose tours were in bus. Yeah. No, econo lines all the way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a total trip, man. You know, this guy was, you know, living the, rock star life you know he's 23 or something like that you know yeah. he'd storm off the stage with pouty lips yeah he just yeah he was uh very very difficult in his younger days and uh yeah so i finally quit that band that's just you know it wasn't wasn't happening but the one thing that came out of that was i get to do uh, uh recorded a uh austin city limits with them and uh that was really cool because I kind of blew him off the stage. <laughs> I brought out my A game. <laughs> Not bragging, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, uh, I, I uh, some friends of mine in Chapel Hill, a great band called Southern Culture on the Skids, yeah. uh, they needed a, a merch guy, and I was available. I said, sure. And, uh, and then they needed a roadie. I was like, sure. You know, driving the van, roadieing. And uh, then they fired their keyboard player, and then they needed rhythm guitar. I was like, yeah, I can do that, too. <laughs> and trumpet, too, right? Yeah, and I just went trumpet. Edward went back to trumpet. Yeah, I would do, like, three songs with them, just little, you know, little so uh, horn lines, nothing, you know, no solos or nothing. But it was a lot of fun, uh, those guys. I was with them for almost seven years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. they're really good people, great musicians, uh, just just a ball. I had a real good time with them. Their drummer plays standing up. Three sticks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, Play it's a trip, because he's, he's a short guy, so unless yeah. you knew he was standing behind the kit, you wouldn't tell. that You just think he was a taller guy, you know. But he's, you know, back there on one leg, I can work in it. <laughs> the guy's amazing. face for 
and taste your cherry lips. You can kiss freedom goodbye. Watch her sway her chocolate hips. Never stay to see her cry. California's full of candy. It's a bounty for the eye. Tasting sugar, prices here are much too high. So it's sunny in California, hard to say near that sand. Next time you're chasing lollipops, you might wind up in hell. So it's sunny. 
just heard research from Dollar Tree. And before that was It's Not the Way It Seems by Tom Herman. Tom Herman, great guitarist for Perubu. This is from a solo album. I Got the Answers by Dick Jerky before that. Kick and Scream by Seasick in front of that. And we started off with Lollipop from Doe. Back to the from Ohio story. Uh, after Chapel Hill, uh, all the years with Southern Culture Skid, you go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my parents are elderly. My, my father just passed, and my mom's like eighty five. So sorry. Yeah, and I like uh, a lot. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know. But uh, I got to. Uh, They'd have us conk when we tour. Oh, yeah. She'd we'd, cook his mod, cook us a good Yeah, we'd show up and, 2 in the morning, they have turkey dinner waiting for wow. us, man. All the fixings. She wasn't playing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's Polish, man. <laughs> she takes care of people. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You went back to Pittsburgh. Went back, yeah, because uh, my brother lives there. He's got the, 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 the grandkids. So, yeah. you know, I was always driving them from North Carolina to Pittsburgh every Christmas and special occasion, you know, graduation, whatever. So I was just like, stop this. We got to just move to Pittsburgh. <laughs> stop this driving back and forth. Yeah. So they agreed. And uh, it was a good move, it turns out, because my dad, you know, he had his last three, four years here. And he got to see the grandkids on a regular basis. And that meant a lot to him, you know. So uh, that was that was that plan behind it. Plus, I just love Pittsburgh. I mean, I grew up near there. Steelers fan, Pirates fan, oh, yeah. Penguins. Uh, but you brought your music trip there too, right? Yeah, yeah. And Everyone's then, uh, got a band with fired two Pittsburgh up, cats. Fired up my new band. It's called Food, which is a, unofficially it's an acronym. All capital letters stands for Far Out Old Dudes because we're all older. Uh, Edward forgot the record. But yeah. So people, I'll play yeah. for you some food music yeah. later. Yeah, I'm gonna, sorry I can't play it here yeah. now. It's going to get here probably tomorrow in the mail. So next show we'll play. Next it. show what he is will it, have. EP? It's an EP. We're putting it out in Cincinnati. Yep, a little uh, label out of Cincinnati called Freight Tree Records. P H R A T R Y. Oh, talk about your band members. Yep, uh, Eric Vermillion, bass player. He was the bass player in a band called Our Label Mates. Gumball. Yeah. In fact, that was Jimbo's other band. Our A&R guy signed us and Gumball at the same time. Don Fleming. Don Fleming. called him man. the Rummager. Yeah, the Rummager. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was... Uh, I, I just happened to run into him. Uh, I was down at my local watering hole, Gooski's, having a beer. And I'm looking down at the bar, because he used to have really long, yeah. you know, Jay Mascus length yeah. hair, you know? And now he's got it all short and looks totally, he's got a normal job and everything. So I was like, who is this guy? So finally I asked the bartender, like, who is that guy? He's an SEV, Eric Vermillion. Still didn't ring a bell. And eventually he, we ended up sitting next to each other. We start talking and I'm like, yeah, you're in a band, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you're Eric from Gumball. He's like, you're Ed from Ohio. Yeah, I'm like, wow. And uh, I guess we played one gig with them. Electric Ladyland, which was for a radio show, and that's, by the way, some of those cuts are coming out on the new Firehose record, which we should probably mention while we're well, at it's it. It's kind of new. It's it's, it's really a new, new record. It's uh, the fire. It's the well. It's Columbia. It's, it's our old stuff. It's Columbia anthology plus some uh, unreleased stuff from twenty years Box ago. Set. So I wouldn't call it too new. It's not new per se, but it's a new package. Package with some extra, you know. 
Extra, from the old extra days. tunes. <laughs> yeah, it's from the old days. Old Not really a new record, but <laughs> kind of sort support of. support the band. Go out and buy a few copies. Send them to your. But, uh, and drummer man. Yeah, drummer is uh, uh, Mike Quinlan. He's uh, been around Pittsburgh forever. D- did a lot of rockabilly type bands, um, some punk rock bands. He's got the smallest kit I've ever seen any drummer play. But it's loud. It's but big. he just, yeah, he knows how to make four drums sound like eight, you know. And he doesn't do it. It's not like he's a magician or anything. He's just a good musician. He's not knows, a magician. Knows how to he's use space. Egyptian magician. <laughs> he knows how to, what not to play. That's what he knows. Knows what not to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is sometimes the hardest thing. People... We'll be go beyond words, and we'll actually have you the music next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking, here's, some, here's some music right now. Nothing like talking about music. Yeah. <laughs>
Christopher Isherwood, uh, who wrote Berlin Stories from 1929 to 1933. How have things been going here, Fräulein Schroeder? Well, I suppose I mustn't complain. In the summer, they were bad. But now, come inside. Herr Bradshaw, I've got a surprise for you. Well, well, this is indeed a happy reunion. Berlin her, is herself once more. I propose that we adjourn to my room and drink a glass in celebration of Herr Bradshaw's return. You'll join us, Fräulein Schroeder, I hope. So, I hope you enjoyed your trip to Berlin. I got the beat. I've added a piano and sax.
music we had to... We're hungry. Uh, We're starving. Far out, old dudes. We had to play uh, some Sprott and Layer. That's Roger Miller and his band from the late 60s. Uh, Nocturnal Mission. Mission of Burma, this is a band you probably know. Yeah, yes, I'm sure. And then uh, after that, uh, the Alligator from Soma. I think they're from uh, Shikoku in Japan. And for Fraulein Schroeder, that's Charlie Plymail up in Cherry Valley, right. New York. Sassafras Song, by Sassafras, Sailor Alexander. Is that a bitch name? I mean, he's born with the name Sailor. Oh, really? Yeah, respect. Cool. And then finally, Sleep Don't Come from John, John, Josh Fischel. Uh, we're coming to the end of the show, Edward. Uh, we're all up to date. You got your food band. Can't wait to hear the music. Yeah. Uh, you're here in town to practice with uh, Georgie and myself so we can do these two weeks of gigs. Yeah, it's been a blast. Uh, from man. April 5 to April 21. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of Coachella gigs. That's part of it. Yeah. I think it starts in Sacto. Got to take it to the, to the festival people. And, and it goes as north as... Uh, Bellingham, Washington. Bellingham. It goes as east no as... No Seattle, huh? It goes... It, that's, it's north of Seattle. Yeah, Bellingham. that's what they thought. It's a school town. Uh, and the most east we Screaming go is... Um, Phoenix or Tucson. Flagstaff. We, we got three Arizona gigs. Uh, some gigs with them more. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, uh, I thought it'd be interesting to ask you, what advice would you have for somebody... Just getting into music because they just heard this journey you've had. That's kind of a trip. Yeah, um, I'd say probably run away in the other direction, like you were on fire and the water was in the other direction. No, I'm just kidding. What you need to do is just um, find your place in in music. You know, if you really want to do music, don't uh, don't get put off if the first you know. Your first thing doesn't work out for you. You're no good at what you're, you know, you're like, ah, oh, I can't really get this. You know, you just got to keep at it until uh, you find what makes your music um, for you. You know, trumpet wasn't for me. I knew that. I mean, it, that became obvious. So, you know, the guitar became very obvious to me. But, um, you know, music is, uh, you don't pick music. Music kind of picks you. So uh, if you're lucky enough that you get that passion and that fire in your belly and that's what you really want to do, I say go for it and don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody tell you you can't because they're wrong. That's all there is to it. Right on. Good words, Edward. And thank you so much for coming aboard. Thanks for having me, Michael, my brother. Tomorrow we got more prac without the training wheels. Yep, nope. Took Brother Matt, thank you so much for your uh, always essential. Brother Matt, my man. Yeah. yeah, the man. It's been the March 27, 2012 edition of Watt from Pedro Show. Yeah. Everybody, keep your powder dry. <laughs>